Hello pet, it's Sita here, and it's time for sleep. It's time to rest and relax your mind and have a nice, gentle, soothing sleep. Now, I've thought about this for quite some time, wondering how best I could record what is commonly known as a sleep aid, and I decided that I have the perfect idea. Perhaps you can hear it already. I am going to talk to you just softly just gently. I'll even tell you a bedtime story. And as I do it, I'm going to crochet. And the gentle whispering sounds of my hook sliding in and out of the yarn, and the yarn passing over my fingers, will hopefully provide you a soft, gentle, ASMR-style backdrop to my story. I will release two versions of this story. One, the bare minimum, me speaking gently, with the soft rustle of yarn between my fingers. And a second, with the added bonus of binaural beats. This version is the plain version. Once upon a time, there was a little bunny who lived in a field all by himself. He enjoyed romping every day and eating the carrots that grew along the field's edge, until one day he realised that the carrots were all gone. He was hungry already and had little choice but to go and find some food. So he left the field by hopping over the fence and venturing out into the big wide world. The first thing the little bunny saw on his journey out in the big wide world was a bird, a sparrow in fact. Tweet, 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 said the little sparrow. Where are you going? Where have you gone? And where will you go in future? I don't know, said the little bunny, but I've run out of food in my own little field and I need to find some extra. Do you think you can help me? Of course I can, said the little sparrow. I can fly above you and watch from up on high, and perhaps I can guide you to where there is more food. Thank you so much, said the little bunny. I promise when I find some food, I'll be happy to share it with you. And so, with that agreement made, the bunny kept hopping along, guided now by the little sparrow flying up high and above. 
they travelled a little further and came across a stream, and the sparrow flew back and forth, looking for a bridge. They couldn't find one, and the bunny despaired that they would ever find any more food. Until a small silver fish leapt up out of the water in a tinkle of shining, glittering spray. Blub, 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 said the little fish. Where are you going? Where have you been? And where will you go in future? We're on a journey to look for food, said the bunny. We're hungry, and we have agreed that if we work together, we'll be able to share whatever we find. The fish considered. Well, you aren't going to get very far across this river without some help. Perhaps if I help you cross the river, you'd be willing to share some food with me. Of course, said the bunny. There's plenty of food for everyone, but I can't cross this river. I'll deal with that, said the little fish. If you hop upon my back, I will carry you across, and you will be absolutely safe. What do you think? the bunny asked the sparrow. The sparrow simply said, I can fly across, so if you think this is a good way for you to continue your journey, then perhaps you should take up the offer. Thank you, little fish, said the little bunny. I'd be happy to climb on top of your back and travel to the other side of the stream. And any food we find, we're more than willing to share with you, as thanks for your help on this adventure. Blub, 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 repeated the fish. Hop on my back, and across we'll go. And so, the bunny hopped lightly upon the fish's back, and the fish, true to their word, carried the bunny across the river. On the other side, though a little nervous, the bunny was sure to thank the fish for all their help. The fish simply waved a fin and said, I'll be here when you need to get back. Just be sure to call on me. I will, said the bunny, and I'll be sure to bring you some food as well as thank you for all of your help. The fish swam away, the sparrow continued leading the way from above, and the bunny continued hopping. Hop, hop, hop. They had not been travelling long before the sparrow piped up, fluttering wildly in excitement. Little bunny, little bunny, I can see a field. I can see a field so full of the most delicious carrots I have ever seen. The bunny was deeply excited and started to run faster and faster and faster. But the sparrow cried out, stop, stop, there's danger. Too late, the rabbit realised what was going on and tried to pull to a stop. He skidded on the ground right before a large wooden gate, on the other side of which stood a big, fierce dog. The hungry beast glared down at the rabbit and barked ferociously. Terrified, the little bunny scrambled to back up. Please, please don't eat me. But the dog, now excited at the prospect of a tasty, fluffy meal, began to scrabble and paw at the gate. It wouldn't take long before the big beast opened it and the bunny would have nowhere left to run. What should I do? he asked the sparrow. But the sparrow flew up into a tree and waited there where it was safe. He had no need to worry of the big mean dog. 
The bunny felt fear such as he had ever known and cried out in terror and shock. Please, can someone help me? Is there anyone out there who can help me? Out of the tall, bushy grass sprang a furry figure with a tall, fluffy tail and long, pointed ears. It rushed up to the dog and hissed and spat and said, Meow, meow, stay away, stay away. The dog, alarmed and caught off guard by such a sudden intrusion, leapt away with a bark and a flick of his narrow little tail. He ran away back down the field, barking and barking, but no more of a threat now he was away from the gate. The bunny lifted up his trembling head and looked up at his saviour. It was a cat. Oh, little kitten, thank you so, so much. Thank you for saving me from that big, mean beast. However will I repay you? The cat sat down and licked its paws, using them to wash behind his neat, pointed ears. There's no need to thank me, little bunny. I'm not particularly fond of that dog, and he's a bully anyway. Where are you going? Where have you been? And where will you go in future? Oh, I'm not going far. I simply wanted to visit the field because my own field is empty of carrots. I'm hungry and I need to feed myself and my friend the sparrow. Sparrow, said the cat. At the mention of his name, the sparrow fluttered down from a tree, careful to stay well out of reach of the curious feline. Yes, Bunny and I are friends, and I've come to help. And perhaps you are a friend too. Oh, I don't know about that, said the cat. But I'm more than happy to help you if it means putting that mean old dog in his place. I'll tell you what. If you allow me to guard you while you collect up your carrots, I am more than happy to simply let you. Well, said the cat. I have no claim on this field. I simply stay here to annoy the dog. He's such a big, mean bully, it delights me to put him in his place. If you like, I will guard you while you take your fill and then walk you back to your home. That's very kind of you, said the bunny. Thank you so much. And so the bunny began to collect his carrots, eating his fill in the centre of the field. Every time the big, mean dog came by, intending to scare him away, his little cat friend would rise up and hiss and spit and chase the mean dog far across the field. It was quite amusing to watch. Eventually, when the bunny had eaten his fill, he turned to his little sparrow friend. I saved these holes for you, said the bunny, pointing at the areas where the carrots had once been. I know you like to peck in the ground to find your food. I hope you'll consider this thanks for helping me. The sparrow chirped happily and fluttered down, poking its beak into each and every hole, digging out several juicy worms to enjoy. When he had eaten his fill, he flew back up and agreed to guide the bunny home. Thank you, they both said, addressing the cat, who once again stood nearby, cleaning behind his ears. We wouldn't have been able to do this without you. I'm so very grateful. 
Well, just remember me when the time comes, said the cat. For now, I need to go tease that dog some more. And while the bunny and the sparrow started to make their way back, the cat once more leapt upon the wall and watched for the dog returning to the field. Bunny hopped back the way he came, so full now, so deliciously full. But he hadn't forgotten his promise to the little fish. Before leaving, he gathered several fresh green carrot tops and carried them back to the stream. When he arrived with his sparrow friend in tow, the silverfish once more flushed up to the surface. Hello, little bunny. Did you find your food? I did, I did, said the bunny, and I brought you some too. If I could trouble you for one more favour. Of course, said the fish, barely needing the question at all. Once more climb upon my back and I'll take you across. Thank you, said the little bunny. And just like before, he climbed across the fish's back and allowed himself to be carried across the stream. On the other side, he hopped down to the dry safety of the opposite bank and passed down the fresh green carrot tops he'd saved for the fish. I brought these for you, he said, as thanks, once for bringing me over and again for bringing me back. The fish was delighted. He nibbled on each green carrot top one by one and blub blubbed happily as he sat in the river. It is my pleasure to help you, little bunny, he said, and if ever you need any help again, please feel sure to come back. Thank you, said the bunny, and continued to hop on his way. By now it was beginning to get dark. The bunny had been travelling for very many hours and was growing tired. He wanted to stop and rest, but high above, fluttering in the sky, the little sparrow goaded him on. Come on, little bunny, it's not far at all. You'll soon be home. You'll soon be home. I'm tired, said the bunny, and so very full. How much further do you think it is? The sparrow fluttered higher into the sky and looked from way, way up above. Just over this next ridge, little bunny, you'll be safe, you'll see. Follow me and I'll guide you back the safest and cleanest way. And so the sparrow flew low and allowed the bunny to follow him, quickly travelling over paths and bushes to return to the field. The bunny was relieved to see the familiar grass blades of his home field. He stopped outside his burrow and looked up at the sparrow, who had once more stopped atop a tall, tall tree. Little sparrow, you are kind and true, and my new best friend. Thank you so much for helping me eat today. It's quite all right, said the sparrow. You helped me eat, and you know what? That's what friends do. And from that moment on, the bunny and the sparrow made regular trips to the adjoining field. And each time they went, they would stop and talk to the silver fish, who would give the bunny lifts to and fro across the stream. And each time they reached the field with the angry dog, the cat would be there waiting for them, ready to hiss and spit and chase away the angry dog. And every day, the sparrow would peck at the holes left behind by the carrots, and the bunny would take back fresh green carrot tops to feed the little fish. 
the unlikely trio became fast, fast friends. And it is said, even to this day, as the seasons turn and the first field is devoid of carrots, the bunny will look up to the trees, call down his sparrow friend and begin the journey to the neighbouring field, across the stream and over the hill.